This is Nate the Great. On this December 23rd, 2019 time, 7 o'clock sharp, you're listening to the Rilla Radio Show, putting independent music into listeners' ears. Your Rilla countdown to Christmas continues today. One day, five hours until Christmas. Yeah, buddies. You got a little daughter and a birthday, too, coming up, huh? Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good day, man. I can't wait. It is. Tonight, we'll be bringing you a member of the ISSA tonight live on the Real Radio Show. Stay tuned. It's all coming up, real listeners. All right, guys. First things first, we'll cover our Real Featured Artists every week, and then we'll play our Real Featured Track of the Week. And second, we'll cover our weather and sports. And next, we're going to go over our topics of the day. Ladies and gentlemen, here's today's Real Topics of the Day. First, we have the Rilla Opinion of the Day. After that, be Team Rilla Member of the Day. Third, we the Rilla Hilarious Story of the Day. After that, we'll finish it up with the Rilla, Hilar- Rilla Money Money Story of the Day. We want to thank all of our listeners today for tuning in and all the artists that provided their tracks to the Rilla Radio. Come check out Rilla Radio's Featured Artist of the Week at forkrilla.com forward slash Rilla Radio. As always, well, listeners, it's all about putting independent artists in the spotlight. Here's DJ CO1 with the Rilla Featured Artist of the Week. Thanks, Nate. Today's Rilla Featured Artist of the Week is the Wenatchee Tribe. Heidi Kuda, the, the Emmy Award-winning journalist, LA Times Entertainment, quotes, The Wenatchee Tribe's rise in the relatively short space of time has been astonishing, from humble beginnings as the UK's Northwest electro-funk underdogs to collaborating with a large, impressive cast of legendary names from the world of music and film. Collaborators including Tommy Flanagan, Danny Saber, Howie B., and Keith Allen, just to name a few, uh, getting major press, uh, airplay from all over the world, uh, KCRW, Billboard, BBC Six Music, LA Times, and of course right here on the Rilla Radio. The Wenatchee is touring both the UK, Europe, and California. It has great rave reviews. The world seems to literally be in the hands of the Wenatchee. If you choose to take it, it's an exciting prospect to see what the future holds for this unique band, dare I say it, tribe. It's the Wenatchee tribe bringing you the music and keeping it Rilla here on the Rilla Radio tonight. Real listeners, when we return, we're going to bring Harry Bridgeton, manager of the Wenatchee Tribe, on the show tonight for interview. And here is your Rilla feature track of the week, the Wenatchee Tribe, a room with a zoo. Limbs and loose like a limb baboon. I inquire to myself what it's all about. I replied with a cry. 
Congratulations on being the real featured artist of the week. We have we have Harry Bridgeton here, the manager of the Wenatchee Tribe, live here on the Real Radio Show. Tell us a little bit about the Wenatchee Tribe and how it all got started, Harry. Thanks for having us. Yeah, the Wenatchee Tribe has been around in the current form since 2015. I met Liam and Anthony probably in 2011, I'm going to say, when they were out here to record with Danny Sabre some stuff from their band. They had a band called China White, and we became very tight, and they kept asking me, would I manage them? I finally relented, because they are very, very good, but I said the thing they had to do was change the name, because, of course, China White has lots and lots of connotations which <laughs> they weren't aware about being British. We, we, may, know, get a, um, we may get the I, wrong impression here I, in the States, huh? Well, exactly. I mean, I've lived in the States long enough to know that, you know, if you want to break out of a very small niche, you've you've got to change the name. So after a few back and forth, they finally agreed. And actually, Anthony, uh, the keyboard player, producer of the Wenatchee Tribe, called me up one day and he says, "I've, I've got a name. And I went, what is it? He says, the Wenatchee Tribe. I went, well, I like it. Where did you get it from? And basically, um, the Wenatchee, is an anagram of China White, which I thought was very clever. Okay. So um, they uh, they went on stage opening up for uh, Ringo Starr's Sons Band. I can't remember the name of the band right now off the top of my head, but in a pub in the West End of London, you know, in the very centre of London. Okay. And they went on the stage as China White, and halfway through the set, Liam announced we're now the Wenatchee Tribe, and that was in January 2015. So coming up to five years now, they've been known as the Wenatchee Tribe. Wow. Um, that is, uh, and, you know, story. I must say they have gone from strength to strength since that. They were great little songwriters anyway, but, you know, they just really, really found their niche and they really are ready for the next level right now. I, I agree, I Harry. We, I, got to a, I got the pleasure to uh, watch the video there, uh, the, the live recording there at the uh, Tribe Studios there in L.A. And they, they were just having a great time together, uh, jamming out, enjoying, enjoying, the, enjoying the great tunes, and, uh, man, I really, really love this stuff. And what a pleasure do you! I bet you have to be able to manage such a great band. Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about uh, what's, what we have, they have in store for the upcoming year, uh, Harry. Well, the, the upcoming year is going to be a very, very big year for them. They are going on a world tour, basically. I'm still, I still have a lot of the stuff that I'm arranging, but we already have we have a single being released in March, uh, March the sixth. We'll do a single release launch in their hometown, Warrington. I don't know if you're familiar with Warrington. Okay. It's a big industrial town. It's right in the middle of Manchester and Liverpool. Okay. Um, so they've got all those influences around them. You know, there's so much music comes out of Liverpool and Manchester. And they're also heavily influenced by American funk bands, uh, Parliament, Funkadelic, Sly and the Family Stone, um, Beastie Boys, Talking Heads, and, you know, stuff like that. Now, their first, uh, they, they are, of course, coming to America on 1st of August to play at the, uh, the 2020 ISSA Awards in Atlanta, um, which they're headlining. They won a competition with them, which I was very impressed with because, you know, the young unknown kids from the UK to win an American songwriting award is a big, big deal. Absolutely. Um, first part of the year after the single launch, they, they're doing a little Italian tour at the end of March. They do some uh, French gigs in April, May, I believe it is. We've got a lot of big festivals booked all through Europe in the summer. Uh, I do know which festivals they are. I'm just not at liberty to say yet because, of course, you know, the uh, promoters um, right. hang out in those things first and we're on their schedule. We, we, can't, um, give, we can't give all the big yeah, secrets up, right? 
<laughs> right. Um, but I'll, they are just coming to Atlanta for four days because they have a festival the next weekend in England. So um, it's going to be a whirlwind trip for them. But after the festival season is over in September, I'm planning an American tour to promote their first album, which is coming out in May. Because I'm really, really excited about the album. I mean, they really, really come to the fore as songwriters. And I think it's going to blow your socks off. It's really unbelievable. I, I have to say that the guys were great when I met them. Sometime after I met them, uh, Inda Goldfinger joined the band. And Inda is a world-class player. You know, he spent many, many years with Ian Wright. And I guess an analogy I could use for you guys is it would be like having a, a great basketball team in your local neighborhood in St. Louis. Right. And all of a sudden, LeBron James moves in next door and says, right, I'm going to play with you guys. <laughs> Where we bring, it, it brings everyone's level up. Yes. And it really has. And now they really are. They're, they're like a, a 12-legged machine. I mean, wow. they can go anywhere. And I'm so proud. I could put them up against anybody and they can give a show. I mean, the, the, how much we've been through, it's been worth it. Because the last two and a half years, they found their stride so much and they're starting to get the plaudits that they deserve. Yeah, it's a, phen a phenomenal band. I definitely enjoy it. We got them here on the 24-7 rotation here in the Midwest. Definitely look forward to the headliner of the ISSA. Uh, we uh, love love the International Singer-Songwriters Association. We are an approved radio station there with the ISSA. And matter of fact, that's how we were pulled. Uh, we pulled the, the Wenatchee tribe from uh, ISSA submission. And, man, it's going to be – what a blast. It's going to be in August. And uh, I'm, I'm sure them guys are going to have a, a lot of fun there in uh, Georgia. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I've never been to Georgia. I've been in the U.S. for 30 years, but it's probably one of the few big cities that I haven't actually visited. So I'm really, really looking forward to it because I know it's it has a very good reputation now for all kinds of entertainment. So, you know, it's a great place for them to play a great stage. And, you know, there's a lot of great bands of their genre from there. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting for them. Well, tell everybody in the band that we appreciate up, keep, keep we appreciate them uh, submitting their music here to the Riddler Radio, and keep up the hard work. And we look forward to seeing them there, uh, seeing them in August. Can I? Sure. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah, absolutely. Can I give a shout out to to John X, who's produced the album, who played in the band with me for many, many years, and he has worked with um, all kinds of people: the Rolling Stones, David Bowie, Black Grape, just off the top of my head, Michael Hutchins. Um, John was the perfect producer for them. Uh, he loves funk and party music as much as we do and I also want to give give a big shout out to Pantafollow the Oro who have sponsored the Wenatchee Tribe for the last couple of years and that we have a massive massive uh, tour coming up and we couldn't have done it without them absolutely you, you heard them right there thanks for, for all the support to the Wenatchee Tribe and uh, we're going to keep supporting them right here in the Midwest and we look forward to all the great things thanks so much Harry for coming on tonight and like always keep it real thanks mate I appreciate it thanks very much for playing us all the time absolutely get the word out thanks so much Harry that was the Wenatchee Tribe with their song A Room with the Zoo we had and uh, like always we appreciate them being featured here on the Rilla Radio that was our featured artist of the week and I want to say thanks for submitting and sharing your tracks with us and I'm going to hand it over to Nate, Nate next to cover our weather and sport this is your Rilla Radio sports and weather update alright guys here Rilla Radio sports and weather update 
St. Louis Blues are still in first place in their division as they won their late game on Saturday night against the Sharks by a score of 5-2 to two, and have another late game tonight against the LA Kings and the game starts at 9 p.m. For your weather update, right now we're at 38 degrees with a low tonight of 29. And tomorrow we'll have partly cloudy skies with a high of 56 and a low of 37. That's your Rella Radio Sports and Weather Update.
question of the week. If you had to pick one album from 2011, what would it be? I'm going to go with the Black Keys El Camino album, Nate. It's uh, That was the seventh studio album uh, by the American rock duel, uh, the Black Keys. It was co-produced by Danger Mouse. If you don't know uh, Danger Mouse, man, major producer uh, Brian, uh, that's his real name, Brian, and he was released... He's the was released on the this excuse me this album was released on uh, no, none such records on December sixth two thousand eleven uh, breakthrough album man it was I remember two thousand eleven that was on radio night and day what a great uh, album it draws a lot of popular genres of the fifties seventies uh, and it's rock and glam rockabilly surf rock and roll. Uh, Danger Mouse himself contributed as a co-writer on each of the 11 songs uh, alongside the guitarist uh, Dan Auerbach and drummer Patrick Carney. So, great album. I don't know if you listen to much Black Keys, Nate. But, no, I don't. Oh, man, that, that was that was a, a stellar, stellar album in 2011. A lot of big, big-time names there. Uh, matter of fact, Dan uh, Auerbach, um, uh, he owns a uh, studio in Nashville, and I'm, I'm sure there's quite a bit of connects uh, if we go down there uh, in Georgia in August, Nate, uh, we'll be meeting probably quite a few of these big time producers down there uh, from Nashville. We'll have we'll have quite a bit of uh, uh, connects. So I look forward. To, I hope we go down there. Uh, big things are could happen with the Real Radio going down to ISSA Awards in August, Georgia. Hopefully, we'll be in the hunt for uh, Crystal Awards. That's the plan. So we're gonna hand it. We're gonna go with Nate. If you had to pick one album from 2011, uh, what would it be, Nate? Uh- all you heavy metal fans out there, you know, I used to not like heavy metal. I remember in 2011, I was working in a warehouse with my uncle, and they used to have a, on KC and Monday Night Metal. I don't know if okay. you don't remember that. And uh, they ended up playing a band called Five Finger Death Punch, and their album that came out that year was called American Capitalist, and actually was the album that got me into heavy metal. I used to not like that. I used to like only like rap and rock and a little uh, bit of country. I never American liked heavy Capitalist, metal. Huh? American Capitalist, yeah, by Five Finger Death Punch. I heard that on KC 95's Monday Night Metal when they had that years ago. And uh, so that's the album that got me actually into heavy metal. Now, Five Finger Death Punch is actually one of my favorite heavy, metal, if not my favorite heavy metal band. So, wow, I, I like some Five Finger Death Punch. They had some, they had some quite a bit of. Uh, oh, they're excellent. I love they them. Had some great, great things for sure. Uh, damning out, but two really good albums that year from uh, Five Finger Death Punch and the Black Keys. So there's our two hunts. We're gonna move over to our second topic of the day. Our team Rilla member of the day. You mess with the old. Now you're messing with the old You are the team Real Member of the Day Real Member of the Day, yo Congratulations, you're the team Real Member of the Day Sign up today to be the next team Real Member of the Day With DJ CO1 This is DJ Nate the Gray for Team Real Member of the Day Yeah, buddy Sign up today at 4 to be your next team Real Member of the Day Alrighty, bro we're here to congratulate Chris Borg as he is the Team Rilla member of the day. Me and DJ CO1 will say thanks for listening to the Rilla Radio Show as always. And guys, you can sign up today to be the next Team Rilla member of the day at 4forilla.com. We'll be right back after these messages.
Chains coming your way. Next topic of the day, the really hilarious story of the day. Alrighty guys, your really hilarious story of the day. Story about a woman was flying from Seattle to San Francisco when unexpectedly the plane diverted to Sacramento along the way. The flight attendant explained about the delay, and if anyone wanted to get the plane, it would be it would be boarded in one hour. The man noticed a blind lady with a uh, guide dog with her on the plane, asked her if she would want to get off and stretch her legs, you know. She declined, but asked him to take her dog out and get him some some exercise. As he did, some people had seen him outside of the plane with the guide dog, and he was also wearing glasses, which makes it even funnier, because people started to scatter and panic as they thought that the whole time that the flight attendant was blind. Oh. Taba, sight to see at that one, you know. Yes, that is messed up. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to our fifth and final topic of the day, the Rella Money Money Story of the Day. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. 
for the New Jack City. Bum. The Dow rose 96 points to 28,551, and the NASDAQ rose to 20 points to 8,945. Boeing jumped after he said its CEO was resigning immediately as the crisis related to its 737 MAX aircraft drags on. Home builders, on the other hand, were were broadly lower after the Commerce Department said uh, the home sales increased in November at a slower rate than analysts expected. So you just never know. But... On a long, on a long, on the longer note, uh, it's a great year for the for the stock market and all the investors. So, great year for everybody in the world, right there of the market. Ladies and gentlemen, that sums up our real story today. So I want to wish everybody a merry, merry Christmas. We're going to be returning back next Monday, December thirtieth. Basically, our New Year's Eve special, end of the year. Until then, have a really great week, everybody!